The show made for moms and families. It's Channel Mom. Moms should get more credit. Back when I became a mom, I realized people thought my former career in TV news was more important than my motherhood. But that's backward because moms are raising that next generation and the world depends on us to do it well. So moms, this is your time to sit back, relax, and let Channel Mom cheer you on and equip you in your job as a mom because you're doing some of the most important work on the planet. Channel Mom, we encourage moms. Now, here's your host, Jenny Dean Schmidt. Oh my goodness. I always get super excited when I know my new friend is going to be on the show. Welcome, moms. I am Jenny, and this is Channel Mom, where we encourage moms. We focus on your amazing value as a mother in this world because the world often overlooks it. Uh, You're so important in your role. Speaking of mothers, we've got a very famous mother on the show today. She's back. I'm so excited because I am a fan, and I know that she has a heart to help mothers like you and share some hope and joy with you today. Kathy Lee Gifford in the Channel Mom house today to talk about her new book. Thank you for the applause, Jim. It's The God of the Way that she wrote, co-wrote with Rabbi Jason Sobel. Wonderful news. Rabbi Sobel is also with us today. And if that's not enough, one more treat for you. Kathy Lee has a powerful new film coming out. We're going to tell you about that. So stick around. The fabulous Kathy Lee, also fabulous Rabbi Jason, will be back with us in just a minute on Channel Mom. Moms are a big deal, but sometimes the world forgets. That's why Channel Mom Media and Outreach is here. We exist to love, coach, and encourage every mom, whether she's struggling with parenting, single motherhood, homelessness, or locked in prison. On the radio and social media, Channel Mom works to remind each mom of her importance and give her the latest and best advice. We also reach out to moms with our hands and feet, helping homeless and incarcerated moms, as well as moms in the country and mothers in the city. You can join our work by praying for us, volunteering, or giving at ChannelMom.com. The Army National Guard plays a vital role in your community. We're on the front lines supporting essential personnel, first responders, law enforcement, and medical professionals, delivering food, supplies, and medicine, keeping communities safe, making a difference. During emergencies, we're always ready, always there. Learn more about part-time service in the Army National Guard at nationalguard.com. Sponsored by the Colorado Army National Guard. Aired by the Colorado Broadcasters Association at this station. Channel Mom with Jenny Dean Schmidt. Oh my goodness, honored to be with you guys today. I really hope this show is a blessing to you. A shout out to our moms from all across the country in Omaha and Lincoln, Nebraska, Oklahoma, Little Rock, Springfield, Illinois, Colorado Springs, Idaho, and right here in Denver. Also, very grateful for our podcast listeners all around the country. Thank you for joining us as well. Quick announcement. Remember my new book, Mom, You're Amazing, Changing the World One Life at a Time, because you are amazing, is available on Amazon and at momyouramazing.com. All right. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. I think think her energy level matches or exceeds mine. And Rabbi, I guess, is just coming out of a sickness. So we're going to try to lift him up with our energy. I'm going to remind you who we're talking to. Kathy Lee Gifford, four-time Emmy Award-winning former co-host of the fourth hour of the Today Show alongside Hoda Kotb. Uh, Prior to her time at NBC News, she also served as co-host, of course, 
with uh, of live with Regis and Kathy Lee. I used to watch that so much. She was recently awarded a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. She's written several musicals, has authored five New York Times bestselling books, including The Rock, The Road, and The Rabbi, which, of course, included Rabbi, Rabbi Jason Sobel. He also uh, was a part of that book and writing it. And now she's written and directed four oratorios that she's made into a brand new film. We're going to tell you about that called The Way. Now to the rabbi. Rabbi Jason Sobel was raised in a Jewish home in New Jersey and dedicated much of his life to finding truth. After years of seeking and studying, he encountered the Lord and found his true destiny as a Jewish follower of Yeshua. Rabbi Jason received rabbinic ordination ordination in 2005, and he has a Bachelor of Arts in Jewish Studies and a Master of Arts in Intercultural Studies. He's the author of several books. And now this book, this most recent book with Kathy Lee, The God of the Way, kind of cool. Also, Rabbi Jason is the spiritual advisor to the Chosen TV series, which I watch. Hey, welcome, you guys, to Channel Mom. Well, you must be exhausted. Shalom. That's the longest intro in this. <laughs> shalom, shalom. <laughs> shalom. Yeah. It's been nice talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> Great, Kathy Lee, right out of the gate making fun of me. Uh, I, I guess I need a little shalom. I have to have a little peace right now. <laughs> All right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna start I'm gonna start with this. At the beginning of the book, The God of the Way. Uh, Kathy Lee, you mentioned that it all started with a little oratorio, uh, oratorio yeah. called The God Who Sees that you wrote with Grammy-nominated yeah. singer Nicole C. Mullen. And as they did not start out to be in the tomb, in that moment, her hope died. It died. She's crying in the garden. That is one of the parts that made me cry. But she wrote it with her. And it's lovely, Kathy Lee. My my, Kudos to you. And I promise we have at least two minutes left in the show for you. Um, I do love your heart for God. So so tell me, I'm going to start with you ladies first. Um, Tell me about the the thing, you know, I hate to use this cliche question, but why this book? Why now? How is it inspired by by the oratorio? Well, the quick story is that, that uh, we had never met before, Nicole and I. We were set up by a mutual friend for a writing session. And uh, I came with a, uh, a thought about Hagar. She came with the thought about Hagar. I came with the uh, scripture from Zechariah that says, I will be a fire, a ring of fire around you, speaking of Jerusalem. And we started to write a song we thought would be three minutes long about Hagar okay. for Danny Goki to, re- to record. And uh, she had to leave for ministry under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. I finished the rest of the song and realized that it wasn't a song at all. It was a piece of theater. That's my background, Broadway and off-Broadway and musicals and all that. That's, so I see things that way. Yeah. So anyway, it became, it became uh, an oratorio, 11 and a half minute song, which went on to be a huge, huge success. 
uh, in terms of the reaction of it. That's the only success I measure, really. It was, it, it, I, I directed it. I, I, we got the National Symphony Orchestra players on it, 65. It went to Israel to Shooter. And anybody can watch right now The God Who Sees on YouTube and see the millions of reactions to it. It was simply anointed of God. From that, I knew I had to write more oratorios and tell more of these epic stories in the Bible because uh, God Who Sees was, 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 yes, it was Hagar, but it was also Ruth. It was also David hiding in the desert. And then it was Mary Magdalene and a very secular girl at the Today Show darling girl but secular listened to it and started to sob and she said kathy can you make this longer can you oh. add more stories i've never heard these stories before and the holy spirit just came on me and i said you have no idea how god just used you donna that's what i'm going to spend the rest of my life doing so i wrote three more oratorios and that is the movie the way coming out on uh, in a fathom event on September 1st yes, in theaters all over the country. And then it'll be streaming and it's a DVD and, and a CD and all of that. But I knew uh, that it was going to have an impact because I know, I know the impact that God who sees had. So I called up my dear friend, Rabbi Jason, and I said, here we go again, sweetie. Let's do a companion book yeah. to the movie because people are going to be moved by the movie, especially if they've never heard these stories before. We're hoping it will deepen people's faith who have sort of gone a little lukewarm on their on their love for the word and their love for God's stories. But for those who come and see it for the first time, like so many millions of people who saw God who sees for the first time, it's life transforming. And they're going to need more information than than my my movie can give them. Yeah, and so oh, that's when I called Rabbi. And over eight million for the views. Companion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Over eight million views of just that little oratorio, and, and we're hoping for many more yeah. of the movie. But yeah, the, there were many more after that on other on other. On other yes, 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 services. yes. Thank well, you. Yeah, Thank millions you. more. Uh-huh. Thank you for correcting me, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> Rabbi oh, Jason. No, I'm not. I'm just saying it had a big impact. <laughs> yeah, 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 absolutely. But here's the thing. Let me let me just give you a quick background, Rabbi, before you answer this question. I, I come from a family of intellectuals, um, East Coast educated, PhDs. Um, my dad is actually a theologian but none of them um, except maybe sort of one cousin I think follow Jesus so so I'm kind of alone yeah. in my family they're intellectuals and right. and they find the, the 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 Bible to be metaphorical and symbolic but but not really the truth and and mm-hmm. I think don't really understand the the way in which or, or why I follow Jesus so rabbi what are you trying to do for, for folks like my family um, for folks who've gone lukewarm as Kathy Lee says um, in, in the God of the way what what are you tr- trying to bring them into with that book yeah, I mean, I think there's a few aspects to it. I mean, I think one, you, I think part of the problem is, is that we wanted people to see the Bible in high definition. We mm-hmm. want them to see how it fits together from beginning to end. Because I think that's one of the challenges. When you don't see how the old and the new connect, it's easy to miss out on the bigger story or not understand the truth of it. Because when you understand the intricacies and how it fits together, it just gives you those aha moments and fills you with a sense of wonder and awe at the goodness of God. But I think there's another aspect of it, which is I think one of the reasons why we wrote this is to give people hope. You know, hope is the belief that your future is going to be better than your past. 
And in the chapter mm-hmm. on Mary Magdalene, we talk about how she was hopeless, how she was oppressed by these demons, and she was in this really difficult situation, and Yeshua released her. And actually, the word for hope in Hebrew is tikva, and it actually comes from the word that can mean rope, because oh. rope is meant to be a hope that is meant to pull us into our future and into our destiny. It's not some wishy-washy things. It's the un breakable promise of God, and it ties back mm-hmm. to what Rahab put in her window. She put a, a red yeah, cord yeah. in the word before yeah. there is actually the word for hope. Yeah, that's Because beautiful. no matter how bad the situation is, even, even the walls fall down if we're with the Lord and we're holding on to that cord of hope, like that cord she put in her window, God will come through for us. Amen. And Kathy Lee, <laughs> um, I know just having interviewed you before that you've got this incredible heart for those who do not believe you, you mentioned the girl in the today show, you just, you've yeah. got a warmth and, and a, an acceptance of folks like that. And you just want to love them for God. So I think about the titles of, of the, the, the four parts of this book, rather the God of the how and right. when the God of his word, yeah. the God who sees and the God of the other side. And one thing you're emphasizing in the book is that God keeps his promises, even when it seems like we're waiting forever. So what is your encouragement Mm for someone today that says, I I waited on God and he didn't come through, or I I had faith in God, but but he proved unfaithful. How do you bring them to a place of saying, "Uh -uh -uh. uh-uh-uh, he will be there, he he is faithful, he is true. What what do you have to say about that? Well, I'll just use this one, sweet girl Donna, as my, my, um, my role model in this. This is a girl who just watched me all the time at the Today Show, watched me was fascinated by me, didn't know anybody like me or who believed like I did or shared their faith so abundantly and boldly. She was just, and she's a young 28-year-old girl, but literally was like a disciple. And she was, uh. grew up with Iranian parents. And, and she always wanted to ask me questions. And, she, and, and so it was because my life radiated the life of Jesus that she was drawn to me. Yeah. And that's what we have to start with, not telling people about him showing people about them, loving them, remembering their names, smiling. I cannot tell you, people say, how could you go into show business? I said, because that is my mission field. That's where God called me. And I have, I have had conversations about Jesus uh, on, on the tops of mountaintops in a movie set, in the depths of the, wherever, all over the world, because I was with people that never read the Bible, would never go forward at a Billy Graham crusade, would never enter a church, and, and yet there they are, and they are my mission field. And I cannot tell you how many people have come to know Jesus, come to know an understanding of him, have, have changed and transformed their lives. I was on the phone with my executive producer yesterday. She was saying, she said, Kathy, I'll never forget when I came to your house and you, you led my whole family to Jesus. And I said, these are my, these are, I, they're not my trophies by any means. They are the reason I get up in the morning. I get up in the morning because God loves me. I have to tell other people God loves them, too. They don't know it yet. Your family just doesn't know it yet. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, of course they, I do. And, and, and I remember Craig Ferguson saying to me in Scotland on the, on the set of my uh, movie, Then Came You, he goes, why do you love me? And Ricky Gervais. I said, because God made you, and you're precious, and you're funny. He says, Kathy, we've never had people of faith say to us, we love you. Oh. And I said, well, then you haven't met one yet. We have got to walk as followers of Jesus and quit trying to tell people that he is the way they should go. If they don't see it in our life, they have no reason to believe it's true. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
Back, back to, to you, Rabbi. Um, I, I, I'm so aware that we have a lot of mamas and, and some dads who are struggling in these times. And I think that this book and this movie are for such a time as this. And this message that, that Kathy Lee just spouted there. Um, I, I often say you don't get Jesus until you get Jesus. And, and, and certainly <laughs> there are a lot of folks who listen to our show who believe in, in the Bible and believe in God and believe in Christ. But, but, but Rabbi, for a time like this, and, and a book like this, and, and you're saying things like, he is the God who sees, he is the God of his word. What do you say to somebody? What do you say to a mom who's struggling today with doubt or sorrow or, or disappointment? Something from the book. How do you encourage them with something from the book? Yeah, I think there's, like, going back to what you said, I think there's a promise, number one, that, that like, Sarah, those who wait will never be left wanting. That oftentimes we have a promise from God, but there's a process. And we have to go through the prom- process to get to the promise. Yeah. And I know that I've had to go through pits and prisons because that's what God prepares us because God only uses broken people. You know, don't trust a, a leader who doesn't walk with a limp yeah. because God brings beauty mm-hmm. out of our brokenness. It's how he mm-hmm. prepares us. It's how he humbles us. There's too many prideful, un- unbroken people, but, but brokenness is actually a blessing. It's what brings out our beauty because God doesn't mm-hmm. do ugly. And yeah. to bring out the beauty in us, we have to go through that season, right? Or else we will be ugly. But I think there's also a promise, like when we talk about Moses, like God appeared to Moses in the in a burning bush, but actually in Hebrew it says a thorn bush. And God appeared in the thorn bush because he's saying to the people, I'm with you in your pain. I'm with you in your suffering. Uh, the thorn bush is a picture of exile and sorrow and the curse of creation. He's saying, I identify with your pain. And that's why when Jesus was on the cross, he actually had a crown of thorns on his head. He actually took upon himself the curse of creation. Like Moses in the burning bush, Jesus is saying, even more than that, I'm with you in your pain. I'm with you in your problems. Mm -hmm. And I feel your pain. I identify with you. I'm with you. And therefore, no, you can have hope that I'm going to bring you through. You, you know, and I'm, I'm going to go back to Kathy Lee in a second. But here's here's and I'm sure this is why Kathy Lee brought you into these projects, because because you bring a richness and a history mm-hmm. ha- having, you, you know, grown up Jewish and, and knowing Hebrew that, that you don't get. And, and the modern American or the, anybody in the world doesn't get how intricately, intricately, I don't know why I can't talk today, woven the Bible is and all mm-hmm. all the you know, the, the, the foreshadowing and, and, and the double and triple meanings. And it's just incredible to me. It's so rich. If somebody could see <laughs> how well it was planned out and how things were foreshadowed, you think that this would be impossible if it wasn't God who was writing it. And, and, and I want to give you the opportunity, Rabbi, to just give one more symbol because I want to give people hope. This is the truth. And God wove together an incredible book to prove that only he could do that. Um, and you talk about mm-hmm. how he changed Abraham and Sarah's names with one letter that kind of contained the promise of their future that's how rich the bible is can you explain that to yeah. us yeah absolutely mm-hmm. i mean sarah and abraham there were there were abram and sarai and they had this promise that they would conceive and now they're in their old age and they haven't been able to conceive and they're not able to conceive until god changes their name and he adds one letter to both their names and that's how they become avraham and sarah it's the letter hey in Hebrew. And the letter Hey is the letter of the divine breath. It's the, mm-hmm. the heavens are the, are, are the work of the breath of God, right? Right. And so the divine breath represents God's supernatural promise and potential 
to bring forth uh, his, his, his promises for our life. And so literally God breathed upon them like he breathed into the first man and woman so that they were able to conceive even against all odds in their own age and bear this child uh, because of this one letter, uh, this, this letter, hey, that God adds to their name. It's very similar in the same way Jesus breathes on the disciples in the upper room, which is a promise, again, of the Holy Spirit coming into mm-hmm. us to empower mm-hmm. us because by his spirit, all things are possible and we can break through and Amen. overcome yeah. our situation Amen. and circumstances. The, the breath speaks of life. And, and throughout the Bible, yeah. when, when God breathes, then life comes. And, and it was sort of foreshadowing the fact that he was breathing on them and Sarah was about to give birth then. And I just love it. I love the symbolism that is truth, not just symbolism. It's not empty. So, so Kathy Lee, I know mm-hmm. that you have this beautiful story of being a 12-year-old girl and, 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 and giving your life to Christ. And, and, and you're such an evangelist, but, but in, a, in a, a gentle... And, and, and warm away. And, and I think about all the people that hear these stories and, and hear the symbolism and hear w- what Rabbi Sobel is saying and, and still don't get there because they're interrupted by an unanswered promise in their mind. W- what encouragement do you have to give uh, in that regard about promises in the future? Well, yeah. Well, I was a little girl sitting in a, in a very darkened movie theater when I was 12 years old. I was a little Jewish girl. I don't know if you knew that, Jenny. I grew up with a Jewish father. My maiden name was Epstein, and all I wanted to be was a writer and an actress and a singer. And where did Jesus come and meet me? Where did Yeshua show up for me? In a darkened movie theater. Amen. Where I felt the voice of Yeshua say to me, Kathy, I love you. And if you will trust me, I will make something beautiful out of your life. There's the promise he made me. And, and the, the miracle of uh, Billy Graham had never made a movie, his organization, never. And he came under terror, awful, awful criticism. You can't make it movie theaters. You don't want people to go to movie theaters. That's where the devil is. And Billy, in his own way, said, well, everybody said that about TV, too. And how many millions of people have come to know me? Jesus? Mm-hmm. He said, no, I'm going to make movies. And people are going to come see him who wouldn't watch me on TV. And they're going to get. They're going to come to follow, know the truth that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. And and they're going to start believing. And I was one of those people. And Billy became one of my closest personal friends until the day he died. That's miraculous. That's the promise of God. And it's not just for me. There's nothing special about me beyond anything that's more that's more special than any other person. He. I just. I just heard his voice and 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 said yes, Lord. I'm going to trust you. I'm going to, I'm going to follow you. Yeah. And that's all people need to do. They don't have to clean up their lives. They don't have to, they don't have to make promises to God. They don't have to do, they just have to just say, Lord, here I am. Show me if you're real. Show yeah. me if you're real. Because yeah. I want to believe in you. I need hope. I'm broken. I realize I cannot do this life by myself. I have made a mess of it. I am just just lost like a sh- little sheep and i need a shepherd and scared and people will, are afraid and oh they're so afraid today aren't they yes, rabbi they are. aren't there more admonitions rabbi yeah. in the bible about fear than anything else 
and you should tell people why that yeah. is and what they can do about yeah, it. Yes, and, and and I do want the rabbi to answer that. We've got about three and a half minutes left, and you know how that goes, and, I, and you guys are both probably used to, sure. to having to do sound bites. Um, I, 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 let me just say this very briefly. I love your <laughs> passion and enthusiasm for, for faith in Jesus, Kathy Lee. And and recently I felt God challenged me to draw from his word, Mark 4. We had a big event at a, at a racetrack here in uh, Denver. And he said, just pray Mark 4, pray Mark 4, where Jesus lifted his hand and calmed the storm. We had threats for, for days and days and days of thunderstorms dead in our event. And I watched God stop the storm just outside of our Amen. event. And, and that is the power of faith in the God of the universe. Yep. So so you can answer, Rabbi Sobel, Kathy Lee's talking about fear, because I'd love to end on that. Drawing from the book, again, what, what about all the people that are afraid today? Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, God constantly tells us to not live in fear. I think when we live in fear and reverence from the Lord, we don't have to fear man, because what can man do to us? But one of the things that I think we talk about in the book is, in John 21, the disciples are fishing all night and they catch nothing. And the interesting thing in that is that the word for fish in Hebrew is also a cognate of the word for fear. And part of the reason why the disciples caught nothing is that they were fishing from a place of fear. And when we fish and live from a place of fear, our nets are going to be left empty. And then Jesus comes as cast the net again, this time on the right side of the boat, the side of love, and there's this great catch of fish. And I think the point is, is that Jesus is trying to tell the disciples, listen, don't fear. Haven't I always been with you? Haven't I always provided for you? I will always make sure that there's something in your net. You never have to worry. Amen. Amen. I think God is calling us in this season to go from fear to faith. Amen. We we have 40 seconds. So let me just say, thank you for writing the book. The Way in Theaters on September 1st, The God of the Way, the book available everywhere. Uh, Rabbi Sobel, Kathy Lee, thank you so much for, for being on Channel Mom, you too. Of course, our great pleasure. God bless you today, honey. Yeah, God bless you guys too. Shalom, shalom. Shalom, shalom. And thank you, moms. This is the time I thank you, moms, for all you do, even if you think nobody notices. God sees, I see, I know you work very hard to raise your babies well, and you commit yourself to that. God bless you. Check us out at channelmom.org, how we can help you. Have a beautiful weekend, you guys. Thanks for tuning in. If Channel Mom Radio and podcasts give your mom life a boost of encouragement, would you consider supporting us? In order to keep our broadcasts on the air and serve moms and kids on the ground, we need help from listeners like you. You can support us through a one-time donation or by signing up to be a monthly partner at an amount of your choice. Just go to channelmom.org and click donate at the top of the page. New monthly donors will receive a special gift package in the mail. While research shows moms are undervalued and families are struggling to stay together, Channel Mom works to lift up motherhood and add value to your family. We depend on donors like you to provide outreach to at-risk moms in prison and homeless shelters or dealing with single motherhood. Our life-changing programs are over capacity, so your donation will help us serve more moms and kids. Be a part of the change you want to see from others and families. Visit channelmom.org and click donate. We thank you for your generous support, and may God bless you for coming alongside Channel Mom.